Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. It's Tactical Tuesday. What's going on, everyone? I can see the smiling faces on camera of Heather and Nathan, everyone watching on Facebook. Good morning, guys. How are we feeling today? Good? Don't you love that rhetorical question when you're on mute? You're like, I can't actually answer you, but that's okay. So we got a good guest. She is uh, just restarting her computer and will be on with us shortly. I just got a text message, um, but I'm going to give you an introduction to who she is because I know she is showing and will be here. So uh, she is an amazing agent. And you guys just tell her later that I said nice things about her. Okay. All right. Deal. Cool. So she is an amazing agent and team leader out of the uh, Pacific Northwest, out of uh, Seattle area. And I was on a mastermind call with her uh, a few weeks ago. And she was just talking about a lot of things she's doing and picking up some amazing momentum. And I said, wow, Like I remember there was a time when you were uh, not you know, in momentum and things were kind of a, a little bit up in the air. And now you've got some amazing momentum you're building. Uh, can we dive into this? Can I interview you for Asian Power Huddle? And she said, sure. There we go. Darcy, I'm in the middle of saying nice things about you. This is, she is uh, Darcy Hardy from Seattle. Say good morning, Darcy. Good morning. And, and we, we don't have to make the theme of this one uh, ice cream, although the theme of the other mastermind was ice cream. That seemed to, right? That seemed <laughs> to come up over and over. But um, it did. I, I was just telling the story that, that you, uh, you, know, you, you put yourself in this place where you started to build some momentum, that there was a time where things were up in the air. You're like, things did not feel like they were as rocking and rolling as they are now. Um, so I just wanted to dive in and we're going to do some tactical takeaways from today, guys. But I want to start with more just a high level question. And did anything shift or change? And I don't even know the answer to this. Did anything shift or change for you, Darcy? Or is it just doing the same basic components over and over and suddenly they started to click? What, what do you think it was that started to build some momentum for you? Yeah. So since you asked me this question, I, I started to dive in a little bit and, and really think about what is creating momentum for me. Um, so I'm going to take us back for a second to high school. <laughs> momentum it equals mass times velocity. Okay, simple. Let's dissect mass for real estate. And this is what I did in my head when, when you asked me to talk about momentum, okay? Mass. Mass is not the weight of things. It's how much matter there is in it, right? So in real estate terms, that is how much knowledge do you have? How much um, uh, experience you have? How many people you talk to. It just keeps on going on and on. That list is a huge list of things that can be mass for you. Okay. Now, mass is great, but unless it's perceived mass by the general public, it doesn't mean anything. Okay. Now let's bring that over to velocity. Velocity is consistency. So if you take your, your matter, your mass, and do it consistently, you're going to get a multiplier effect, and that's going to create your momentum. That's all it is. Now, we all tend to have faults somewhere, 
My fault is consistency. I have tons of matter. I have a problem. Oh, she paused. Uh, you're back. You're back. We, lo we, we lost you for a second. Sorry, we lost you for a second. You, you said you have tons of tons Sorry. of. Sorry. Were you saying you have tons of of what you said ma matter like systems? What were you going to say? Yeah. So I I'm really good with the matter, right? I'm bad with the consistency. My velocity. It's hard for me to keep that going. So I thought about how I can alleviate that, and I hired. I have two admins that work for me. And by the way, I, I'm on my second computer because my first computer is still restarting. <laughs> um, so that's why I keep looking over here. Um, so I have two admins that I hired for me and they help me get that consistency. But you have to walk before you run, right? So for years, my first job was being consistent. And then when I failed, I would be consistent again. And then when I failed, <laughs> I kept on doing it until the point where I was able to get that momentum going. And I had the bandwidth to hire some people. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. And that, that kind of goes back to that question I was asking, which was, um, like, did you change anything bigger? Was it just doing the things consistently? It sounds like, and I love this analogy, you just started doing some of these things consistently. Really, I did. And, and I had done them consistently for bits of time before. Like, I'm not a slacker. I, I work hard and I've done well in the past, without a doubt. But something to think about with, with velocity, right? It, speed kind of builds up over time. And I feel like in this business, one week is like one mile an hour right? And you get to like three weeks and it feels like you've been doing something for a while, but you're only going 21 miles an hour, right? So you really got to keep going. Well, if you take some time off, one day is negative one mile per hour. So you take a week off, you just took away like seven weeks, right? Like, it just, it's so hard. So having that help has really helped me keep that consistency. So I can take a little bit of time off. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And so what you're saying, part of it is that uh, realtors are really impatient as a species, right? Would you say? I, I don't know if any, any of you feel like this. You're like, I'm doing the stuff. I'm doing the things. Why is it not working? Well, because you've only been doing it for, you know, I don't know, two days now, right? Is yeah. it a week? And and it is for you. So, so I don't know if you want to dive into some of the things you've been doing or if there's anything more, uh, you know, uh, if there's other tactical things, but yeah. Okay. Let's dive in a little bit to, because I think uh, we all get consistency, right? But let's talk about that matter. Um, I'm fortunate to have experience now and that experience has helped me immensely. Some people on here might not have a lot of experience and that's okay. It's not a hurdle you can't overcome. How do you gain experience? You go to classes, you shadow other people. Even now, I mean, this is my seventh or eighth year in the business. I called up somebody around December, I think was when we first started talking. She's with Keller Williams and she's a beast in this area. And I've always wanted to know her. 
So I called her up and introduced myself. And when we, she felt comfortable going out, we went out and had lunch. Um, and she's, you know, in talking to her, I've learned tons and she's offered to have me shadow her on some stuff. And that's huge, but you have to put yourself out there and do it. Right. Right. So there's lots of stuff like that. There's um, like social media is like a multiplier. Right. So tell me, tell me about that. Cause there's so many ways you can use social media. What do you, what do you mean? Social media is a multiplier. I, um, I mean, social media is a multiplier because it's perception, right? You put one thing on there. Like I made this sale and people are going to see it over and over and over again. And the perception isn't going to be that you've sold one house. It's going to be that you are selling a lot of houses, even if it's the same thing over and over again. Right. And let's do a little experiment. Those of you on camera, you can raise your hands or type in the chat box. How many of you are friends with other realtors on Facebook or on Instagram? Okay. Keep your hands up. And how many of you know there are certain people from what you see on social media, you sure think that they're doing great. Raise your hand if there's certain agents that pop up because you see their stuff all... You're like, I got a couple people. Some of you are on this thing that do a really good job of put, making your posts on social media. And so I just assume you guys are crushing it. Right, because I see that you're selling houses and, and it pops up in my feed. Guess what? So do your sphere. So do your other friends and people that are on your social media that start to see that stuff over and over. Even if you're just reposting different pictures of the same house you sold 17 times, I don't know. I'm not tracking the address of it. I'm not saying to do that, but I'm saying I don't. We have no idea. It's it's that perception, right, Darcy? It's so true. I have people come up to me all the time, and they're like, "Man, things are going crazy for you. You're selling so many houses." And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I'm kind of dead right now. And it happens all the time. Um, and it's because we're putting things out there. And frankly, I don't do my social media. One of my admins does it for me because I am not good at consistency. And that's something you need to be consistent at. Right? There you go. And I want to put a shout out right now. I have one, one of my admins, Kelly. She's been with me for three months. She's on here. Um, she's my transaction coordinator slash whatever else I can ask her to do. And then um, my other admin, Julie, she uh, does mainly social media and other random things. And then Nate's, um, Nathan Lynn here, he's also on my team. And that's the whole team. But people think that we are doing massive amounts I love it. We're we're doing well. Can, I mean, don't get me wrong. Can I can I ask them while we have Kelly here? Because people always ask me, where do you if you're like as you start to scale and grow, where do you find some help? Where where did you find Kelly? Kelly's my old client. Yes, her sphere of influence. She sold my house. She bought my house and sold my house. There you go. I love it. I really liked her, so I just stuck around. <laughs> <laughs> and because you're you're licensed also though, correct? Yes. Well, Darcy encouraged me to get my license. As it turns out, we became friends, and she's like, "Yeah, I think you'd be good at this. You should look into this." And so, when the time came that I needed a place, I said, "Hey, Darcy, do you remember that thing you said that one time?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so guess what? <laughs> so I got my license, and while I was getting it, she sort of walked me through a lot of the things that I would need to be doing showed me some stuff and just mentored me through that. And once I had my license, it was. I love it. It was, yeah, it was a lot. 
All right. So, nice. for those, I learn every day. So, so for those of you listening, right, that this is yet, because I never think of that place to look at like someone you've done, one of your clients. I mean, that, that probably happens more often than you think. That's very cool. I was not expecting the answer. Yeah, uh, Kelly's amazing. She's absolutely fantastic. And, and you know, when you have a client that you click with, it just works, right? That's a great place to look for somebody if they have the right traits for the job. Um, I will say Kelly's a complete anomaly. She is 100% ADHD off the charts, but makes an amazing transaction coordinator which I don't know anybody else like that. And it's because she has instilled into her from a young age, her organizational skills. See what she's holding right now? Those are highlighters. Each one of those is contracts we're working on right now. Each contract has a special color and she prints out the contracts. She highlights the edge of it. She has a calendar that she's showing that, um, that, she then takes the colors and, and does it for the whole contract. She's super, super organized because in order to function, she has had to create this way. I would not normally recommend going and hiring a massively ADHD person for a TC. So interesting. I was a teacher before this. So I learned how to function and run a whole classroom so I'm like these are papers they don't even run away from me or say no this is much easier but yeah I had that special like I had to learn how to teach other ADHDers to function but when I was like Darcy I don't have enough highlighters you have to stop I I only have 10 colors you need to stop she was I'll buy you a bigger set that's why I have this and then my calendar ran out of space I said Darcy you have to stop I need a bigger calendar. She goes, buy yourself a bigger calendar. So we are, we are ready to go. You can scale from I've 10 to 20 escrows now. colors and a calendar the size of my wall. <laughs> <laughs> you can scale from 10 escrows to 32 escrows now. You're good. Yeah. I okay. love it. We're ready. We're good. Go. I love it. <laughs> So, so one of the things, Darcy, and I, if you have another point you're going to, but I just want people to, to, to get this takeaway. Hopefully this is abundantly clear. If you have skill sets, lean into them. If you have things that you are that are not your strengths, surround yourself with people that don't. And they don't have to be someone you hire. They could be depending on where you're at in your growth, but it could be whether you're on a team, whether you have affiliates, whether no matter what it is, whether it's a, a VA, just part-time, whatever it is, you're surrounding yourself with the people that do the things. Um, that's a big secret to this momentum, Darcy. I love it. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, and it takes a while sometimes for you to figure out what your weaknesses are. I don't like to admit weaknesses. I didn't admit to, this might be the first time I admit out loud that I'm horrible at consistency. <laughs> like I don't admit that easily. But having people to support me that, that can take the systems that I know I should be doing and actually implement them, golden. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever read the book Rocket Fuel? I have not. Okay. So for those of you listening, um, what she's describing, I learned in a book called Rocket Fuel. And, and has anyone else on camera, anyone on the chat type in if you've read Rocket Fuel? Um, the, I'll sum it up in about a minute and a half and you can go dive into it later if you want though. But there's the visionary and the, um, and the person that actually takes into life. And I'm actually blanking on the term right now, the visionary and the... Uh, uh, 
Oh, the integrator. That's what he calls it. The visionary and the integrator. And the integrator. So Darcy is actually highly organized. It's funny that she says she's not good at consistency because I never would have thought that Darcy. Darcy is someone that is incredibly organized. I've seen spreadsheets. I've seen other things. But she is more of she's going to get the business started and then have people surrounding her that are going to actually take it on a day to day. There's a t- quiz you can do on the Rocket Fuel page, but you probably, if you know yourself, already know the answer to this. And if you say, well, I'm not good at anything, well, find something. I'm sure you're good at something. But for, every- for everybody else who's like, okay, I think I know what I'm good at, that self-assessment is key. I see Darcy switching over her computer, so I'm giving her a sec to... Are, are you back on? Are you here, Darcy? Nope. Okay, she's still doing that. So check out Rocket Fuel, Visionary and Integrator. Um, and I do have a question for Darcy when she's when she's back and ready. Okay, can you guys hear me now? I can hear you. Perfect. So, so what happens, Darcy, if someone's looking at their own skill set and they're like, "Well, I'm not good at, you know, I don't know, lead generation, right? Can they find someone to fill that piece for them, or is there certain basic building blocks you just have to learn in real estate? I think there are certain basic building blocks you have to learn. However. Once you learn them, it doesn't mean that you can't teach somebody else. And I, I take that very, very literal in my business. I'm in the process right now of learning a whole bunch about social media marketing. I need to learn that first. Then I can pass that on to somebody else and teach them. Right. So I think that is really, really key. You have to have some success. Like I would love to be like Jesse one of these days. I think many of us would like to right? I can't be there until I have the success that he's had. I need to learn myself and get there and grow just like he did in order to get where he is. So I think that that we all have, have the ability to hire out different things, but you have to figure out what that is for you. And too often in this business, we just adopt what is working for somebody else. And I don't think that's always the key. Like when I joined a program, I was told like, you have to hit the phones this many times a day and you have to buy these leads and you have to do, that doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me. I don't convert those people like I do other people. But when I stepped back and I looked at my business and looked at how many people that I convert from word of mouth and referral, like that's off the charts, right? So I found what worked for me. Yeah, and I think that's, it makes a total sense. And I think that's really key for the momentum you've been building. So we got about 10 minutes. Let me, I wanna spend at least a few minutes on your farm, the momentum you've been building there, whether you wanna talk about ice cream or not is up to you. Um, I mean, cause you've been building some momentum there also. What? What have you been doing there? What's changed there? Yeah, so um, I moved to a new neighborhood and nobody really owns this neighborhood, right? So I said, I'm going to farm it. So we've started farming it. And then I started thinking of all the different ways that I can really get out there in in this neighborhood. It's an amazing neighborhood. It's not huge. Everybody knows each other. We have a Facebook page that people use regularly. So I started being active on there. And I moved here in December. And the first thing I did in December was I held a um, gingerbread contest. 
gingerbread building contest. So I put a whole bunch of stuff on the Facebook page for our, our neighborhood. And I told them all, message me and I will bring you a, a gingerbread house. I got a bunch of them at Costco. I went and bought like 40 of them. Passed them all out. All of a sudden, the next day, I start getting these videos and these messages and, and stuff on Facebook about these amazing gingerbread houses that these kids and adults in my neighborhood were making. And it got to be a really, really big thing. And we um, ended up giving away some prizes for the, the top three. Okay. So when I run into people in my neighborhood now, they say, oh, yeah, remember, honey, she's the one with the gingerbreads. Right. That that made me who I am in my neighborhood. That gave me a leg to stand on. And I did say that we would do it annually. And, and how cool. And so guys, keep in mind, she's look, working with what already exists in the neighborhood. You didn't make the Facebook page for your community. No. It already existed. Yep. Like she's tapping into an existing resource. And, and how big would you say your, your neighborhood is? It's probably about 200 homes. It's not something huge. And you're now the gingerbread lady in it. All right. So, so, so what did you do after that? So now you became the gingerbread lady. Then what, then what'd you do? Okay. So we've had ups and downs with COVID, right? That was a great one with COVID because people could do it in their own house. Um, Up in the Seattle area where I am, we're just starting to really open up now. Like in the last two weeks is the first time I've had major traffic again. Okay. So we haven't, I've been putting things on there. I've been, um, when somebody in my neighborhood lists a house with somebody else, I make sure I go see it. I make sure I comment it on it. Um, if they ask me questions, I give them tips, things like that. Well, this summer we have ice cream trucks. This is ice cream coming in three times. Once in uh, June, once in July, once in August. Ice cream doesn't really work any other time of the year in, in this area, right? But we have a small neighborhood park that before COVID, which was before I moved here, I hear that they used to do events every single holiday at this park, right? I want to be the sponsor of those events. And in order to get that going, I'm going to start to have my own events, right? So... When, I don't know, when Labor Day comes around, if there's going to be a barbecue, if I see anything about a barbecue, doesn't mean we have to organize it, but you better believe I'm going to say, hey, we'll drag our grill there and we'll, we'll supply all the drinks, right? We're going to sponsor everything. <laughs> Nate, get your mind out of the gutter. Normal drinks. Um... I don't, will we just, Kelly is an amazing artist. She taught art, right? So one of the things that I asked her to do when she joined the team, this is using the resources you have, is create a coloring book. So she drew a coloring book and we've had it reproduced. Um, I don't remember where it is. Oh, they're over there right now. Um, it is an awesome coloring book that's all about moving and it's it's kind of an activity book like there's a bed and a window design what your room's going to look like there's a word search for moving stuff right so i use the talent that i have well all these things will come with us to the park to hand out to the kids along with some crayons that have our logo on them 
right? So these are just different fun things that will help my neighborhood know who we are. We're not going to pass those out to everybody, just the people that are there. And they're interested because it's not terribly cheap to do. But I get to be known. And those things will stay around in the neighborhood. Right? And I love that you are using, again, the same theme. You're using the strengths of things that you that, that's that you have, right? You're leaning into it. Kelly, you, you hired Kelly. Kelly has amazing art skills. Hey, and obviously through some creativity, you have some internal creativity. You put these two together, like, I want to take this person who has art skills and make a coloring book and brand it and give it up. But like, how, how cool is that? But she's using resources that, that she has, guys. How many of you have taken the time to make a list of strengths that you have? Actually taken a few minutes and written down and looked at or resources or an inventory of anything you have access to. And I don't know if you did that, Darcy, or if you just naturally started kind of looking, like building a mental list and going deeper into it. Did it just happen naturally for you? Or did you actually sit down and make an inventory of it? It just happens naturally for me, but that's something that I, I always lean into to strengths. I mean, who wouldn't want to lean into strengths, right? Like, if I'm constantly, if I'm constantly working on the stuff that I'm not great at, which you have to be working on, but it can get depressing, right? Working on strengths is uplifting. So you got to throw those in there. So I'm constantly working on my strengths. So one of the things that I do um, for a class, right? I'm at the point, I love contracts. I'm a weird person. I really, really like contracts. I probably should have gone into law. Would have made less money though. So I love contracts. I'm good at contracts. One of my strengths is explaining contracts. What did I do? I created a buyer's book, right? Because my head works in a certain way. Like I have things broken out. What's earnest money? What's inspection costs? What's appraisal costs? What's closing costs? I have who pays for what? Sellers, buyers. I break everything out, right? Then when I'm meeting with a buyer, I can go through this. I look super organized. Well, this thing right here that I created is helping my brain stay organized and what I say. Then when it comes time, because I'm walking them through stuff, when it comes time to do contracts, they're used to me walking through stuff with them. I can walk them through the whole contract and I know that's a strength of mine. I also teach contracts to other people in the area which keeps me up to date on contracts. It keeps my relationships going. I can't tell you how many people have left the business and who do they send their, their referrals to? Right here. Why? Because they know I'm a master at contracts. So, so you have to think outside of the box. I mean, I know that, that's so cliche, but you have to think about what your strengths is and how and how you can use them in an atypical way. I love it. Larry just said, thank you. This was incredible stuff in the chat box. I'm reading it out to you in case you can't see it. Um, does anyone have any questions Any questions for Darcy? We have like a minute or two left uh, before we wrap up here. So if you have a question, type it in the box or come off mute and let me know. But um, while we're waiting to see if anyone has questions, Darcy, I want you to think about 
if if you wanted to give someone, so let's say someone here is already starting to build a little momentum. Oh, here we go, Brian. Brian, hey, what's up, Brian? Good morning. Uh, Brian from uh, from Denver is asking, how many pages is your buyer packet? Hey, Brian, it's been a while. Um, let's see, three, four, five. Yes, it has. Good morning. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. 12 pages. It's a not- very thorough packet at 12 pages. I love it. But it has like the the um about us fluff junk right has the process along with like so lender home search but this helps me walk them through the process and then testimonials because that's a space filler buying it's not a space filler to the client the client loves to see the stuff about you and the client loves Mm -hmm. these testimonials that's how my brain works it's a space um stuff about the cost lenders that i recommend and by the way i'm switching some of these up right now but lenders in order to get on here you you have to help me pay for marketing right my thou shall not list which has saved my ass so many times (laughs) um and then what is title what is escrow because we use those terms and they have no idea what you're talking about. And the back is my, uh, I do sell a home, save a child. Do you have a video on the thou shalt not list? I should do one. You should, or a video it's, series. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's all the stuff that we know, like don't go out and buy a bunch of furniture. Right, but, right, but, I, but I feel like clients would like that from a marketing standpoint. I feel like those would be, those would be good videos, the thou shalt not series. Yeah. And yeah, I, I have a few videos that I've started making. We need to get more consistent about sending them out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's things like that. They're fun to make and they're fun to explain. Clients love that stuff. I love it. All right, we're we're at the bottom of the hour. Any any final thoughts? If you wanted to tell someone, all right, they're, if they're really focusing on whether they're starting to build a little, little momentum or if they've already, you know, or they're just starting out, what, what would you say is the first step towards towards momentum? Back to back to your equation. Yeah. So don't step off the gas pedal. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Do not step off the gas pedal. If you are going strong and things are going well. And, and this is a reminder to myself too. And you're exhausted because we get burnt out in this business. You can find ways to keep the gas pedal going and take some time off. You don't, you don't need to completely let up. And that's where social media can come in big, right? Um, Keep pushing forward because it's it's that momentum that's gonna that's gonna help you go forward. I mean, it's the compound effect. I love it, Miles. Put in the chat box a great way to wrap this up. Learn to rest, not quit. I love it, Miles. That's one hundred percent true. Darcy, thank you for being here. Thanks for letting me interview you. This is fun. I mean, you, you guys really reach out to Darcy. Make sure you message her friend or follower. Um, she's building some massive momentum. So it is awesome. Darcy, you, everybody Jesse, else I for the team. It. Good to see you guys this morning. Have a good morning, guys. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.